What's up, everybody? Today we're going to be diving into Luke chapter 5, uh, verses 27 through 31. And uh, it's the story of Matthew out of the book of Luke. Uh, it's when Jesus comes and he calls Matthew, who is a tax collector, he calls him to follow um, after him as his disciple. So uh, let's read together. Here's what it says. It says, Later, as Jesus left the town, he saw tax, a tax collector named Levi sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Later, Levi held a banquet in his home with Jesus as the guest of honor. Many of Levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests also ate with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples. Why do you eat and drink with such scum? Jesus answered them, healthy people do not need a doctor, sick people do. I have come to call those, uh, I have come to call not those who think that they are righteous, but those who know that they are sinners and need to repent. Wow. I, I love this verse so much because it really is the heart of Christ. And the heart of Christ is to seek and save the lost. Now, Jesus, we, we talked about this before, but Jesus was a teacher. He was a rabbi, and he was a rabbi in an unofficial capacity. He wasn't like a, an official rabbi, but he was really starting to gain notoriety as a religious leader that day. He had a huge following, and people just, they wanted, they just wanted a piece of him. They really loved being around him. They were listening to his teaching, and I would imagine that that kind of stirs the, the embers of jealousy inside of the Pharisees' hearts. And so we, Jesus, we see Jesus going up to this man, and he, um, he approaches Matthew at his tax collector booth. Now, historically, we know that tax collectors were viewed as those who were liars, they were thieves, because the Jewish people, um, they, they hated tax collectors because they thought that tax collectors were stealing their money. Uh, tax collectors, what they would do is they wouldn't just collect the amount of tax that they needed to collect uh, to give to the government, but they would actually collect even more um, above and beyond what the government was asking for, and then they would pocket the rest of that money. Uh, and so the Jewish people didn't trust tax collectors. They didn't trust these men. They thought that they were sinners. They thought that just like the Pharisees, they thought they were scum. But what I love about Jesus is when he sees Matthew, he sees him at his tax collector's booth, and he doesn't just see scum like the rest of the world sees him. But uh, Jesus sees a man who is full of potential. He sees a future leader of the church. He sees someone uh, who could be an incredible follower of him. And so he doesn't just write him off like the rest of the world writes him off. And so Jesus goes after this man and uh, he says, hey, come and follow me. And so this man, uh, in response to this, he throws Jesus a dinner party. I mean, think about that, how amazing that is. He, he was so grateful to Christ that he throws a dinner party for all of his friends, invited all of his friends there, and Jesus was the guest of honor. And I, I love um, just the heart behind this because Jesus says, says this. He says, those who are forgiven much love much which means that those who, who know that they're sinners and have been forgiven of so much actually have a greater capacity to love him than those who look at themselves and don't think that they've been forgiven of that much. Thus, those who look at themselves and say, I am a righteous person, I'm good, those people have less love for the Lord than those who look at themselves and say, I am a sinner and I am in need of the grace of God. 
And so Jesus saw the potential uh, through, through the eyes of grace. He saw the potential in Matthew's life. And so as he's at this party, the Pharisees just start grumbling. They're like, man, why, why is he eating with such scum? And they use the word scum. They call someone who is a child of God, made in the image of God, they call him scum. And that's exactly what religion does. Religion writes people off because of their moral standing. Religion doesn't see the potential in people, but the grace of God sees potential in people. It sees people who right now may not be in the greatest spiritual place, but grace sees them at where they could be because they know that the power of God has, has, can do anything. And so when Jesus sees this man, he doesn't see scum but he sees an incredible man of God and a future church leader. And so Jesus um, uh, looks at the Pharisees after they say this, and here's what he says. He says, um, he says, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not those who think that they're righteous, but those who know that they are sinners and need to repent. And the heart of God is not to come for those who think that they're righteous. And so today, I, I would just take a look at myself. If I were you, I'd just take a look at myself. Do I, do I look at myself and do I think that I'm doing pretty good? Or do I look at myself and, and I do, do I honestly look at the deep, ugly parts of myself and uh, give myself the proper assessment? Do I look at myself and say, I am a sinner? Because that's what we all are. And so today, take a look at yourself and see if you are uh, truly looking at yourself through the eyes of religion, saying, I am righteous because of my good works? Or do you look at yourself in the proper way, not compare, comparing yourself to other people, but comparing yourself to God and look at yourself and say, I'm a sinner and I need the grace of Jesus. And here's what I love about Jesus. Jesus draws boundaries around his theology. He draws boundaries around um, his stance. He draws boundaries around the truth, but he never draws boundaries around his love. He has this Bible, he has this word of God, and he never compromises that word, but he also never draws boundaries around who he loves and who he doesn't love. He loves all people equally, and he goes after people with all of his heart, and so we need to be the same. We need to be those people that draw boundaries around the word of God and say, I am not going to compromise this. This word will not move, but they also need to draw boundaries around, uh, not draw boundaries around their love and say, there's not a single person in this world that I won't go after. There's not a single person in this world that I won't associate with. with. There's not a single person in this world that the love of God can't reach. And so today, um, think about that. And so as we close today, I want you to think uh, from the perspective of three different things. Um, you might be in the role of one of three characters today. You might be Jesus. You might be a spiritual leader that has the opportunity to pull somebody into the kingdom that other people have written off. And maybe you're in that place where you are a spiritual leader, you've been a Christian for a long time, and you're growing in the faith, and you're doing great work, and you have the opportunity to see people through the eyes of Jesus. You have the opportunity to look out in the world and to see Matthews instead of seeing scum. Maybe you, uh, you find yourself being Matthew. 
Maybe you're the tax collector. You're the one that has a, a sketchy history. And when other people see you, they write you off. But I want you to know today that Jesus doesn't write you off. And when Jesus sees you, he sees you through the eyes of a righteousness and he gives you grace. And today he wants to associate with you. He wants you to be his disciple. And it doesn't matter what you've done in your past. All that matters is the future ahead of you. God can forgive you of your past and give you a brand new future and rewrite your destiny. Take you from being a liar to being a disciple of Jesus, a righteous man of God or woman of God. Or maybe you find yourself uh, being the the Pharisee. And uh, let's just be honest. We all have the Pharisee in us, especially those of us who have been Christians for a long time. We all have the potential to be a Pharisee in our heart, to look at other people and say, they're scum. And I've, I've done it before. I know that's it's kind of harsh to say, and it's, it's hard and difficult to admit. But man, there's been so many times where I look at other people and I think, I'm better than them. I'm superior to them. I'm morally better than them. I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm righteous, and I'm righteous to the core. I'm, I'm who God wants. God wants me. I'm, I'm the man, and God wants to use me more than he wants to use other people. He wants to love me more than he wants to love other people because of the life that I live. And if that's your heart, now is the time to repent, man. We just have no room in the kingdom. We have no room in the church for those who want to look out and judge others. We need to see Matthews. We need to see people through the eyes of Jesus. We need to accept Matthews. We need to love Matthews because Matthew is who Jesus came to save. Those who are sick in need of the help that Jesus has come to provide. Because honestly, if we all looked at ourselves, every single one of us is Matthew. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. God, I thank you for... um, just the opportunity we have today to read your word and to to go deeper, to dive deeper into your word. And I pray today that those who are listening, God would have their hearts ignited, that they would be excited about um, God going out in the world and seeing people the way that you see them, not seeing them through the eyes of the religious leaders, not seeing them through the eyes of a Pharisee that says, oh, these people are scum. But God, I pray that they could see people through the eyes of Christ seeing that these are people that God loves and they need the grace of God. Lord, today I pray that we would go after Matthews, that we wouldn't just walk by the tax collector booth, but we would take a moment to stop and to look over, to pay attention to those that the rest of the religious community is not paying attention to. And I pray today, Jesus, that we would truly, truly, truly love people. God, that we would put boundaries around our Bible, that we would put boundaries around our theology, and we would never compromise the word of God. But God, I pray that we would take boundaries off of who we love. And there, there would be, there'd never be a, a line that we wouldn't cross to love people with the love of Jesus. Lord, we love you today, and we pray, help us to be Jesus in this scenario, loving every Matthew that comes our way. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.